Assalamu alaikum. You are listening to the Daughters at Diaspora podcast with your co-host Fatima and Khadija. This is the show where we dismantle the misconceptions, judgments, struggles, and the rewards of being part of the diaspora. Here, we give unique insights on our diverse adventures while navigating life in the Western world as we hold on to our traditional, cultural, and religious beliefs. We touch on topics such as expectations versus realities of the African woman, mental health, friendships, career, marriage, family ties, and much more. This is Daughters of Diaspora, the DOD podcast. It's been a long time coming. The process to get here was very, very long. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very almost traumatizing. I'm joking. But it was a lot of work. No, you see, yeah, like I really <sighs> thought to do a podcast, you just get a laptop. Yeah. And, and you record, like you yeah. get a mic. I'm like, okay, I definitely want a mic. Like, yeah. I want one of those cool mics. Yeah. And then that's it. And next thing you know, it I'm was... every day that we sit to record, we realize <laughs> there's missing pieces. We're missing equipment. To put into the computer, to put into the sound thing. Yeah. Every okay. single day, there's something new. That is not fun. That is not fun at and all. And there's new apps that we have to know how to use. But we alhamdulillah, yeah. honestly, like... We learned along the way. Anyone who knows me knows I hate technology. She's terrible at it. She can't even read instructions. Ah. I'm sorry. She read the whole manual. I don't know how Let many me times. Let you, and still yeah. Struggle. So, like, there's this... There's some type of device thing that you're supposed to use. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what it's called. That's crazy. We just bought it. I think it's like an interface, but I don't know what it's called. Anyways. Yeah. It's and just I literally read the manual three times. Yeah. Today was the fourth. Shout out to her because I didn't even read it once, but I felt like I was studying back in school. It's okay. Matt. This is I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Mashallah. Yeah, yeah. Alhamdulillah. Honestly. Alhamdulillah. I'm so proud of me. you. I'm, so pr- I'm proud of me. Yeah. I want to think proud of myself. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Alhamdulillah. But yes, I'm here. We are sisters. Yes, yes, we yes. are two Canadian born, born, raised, raised, mm-hmm. um, to two immigrant parents yes, from West is. Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just love being African. Shout out to Africa, yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, I remember there's a time where like being being African was, was not, not. Yeah, it was not cool. It was not cool, especially middle school. They say what? But was were you were, were you in school that time? Yes. Are you sure? They they say you have the Ebola touch. Oh, they... you were in. Oh, you were in middle school during Ebola, yeah. Yes, they I was s- in high school. They say they say Ebola touch. They say you African something something African monkeys. Yeah, African monkey or something, but you scratch. I don't know something like that. It's African. Yeah, Africa. they used to violate like. If you being... say from Africa. But it's now, space. Africa to the world. For real. Even music. Everybody want to be African now. The it's music now is cool fire. African. The food. Everyone's trying that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, we're lit. Africans are definitely lit. Africa yeah. to the world. <laughs> <laughs> to the people. But yes, uh, we're also Canadian. We live in Canada. Yeah, Toronto. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a nice country. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Toronto. I have a lot is of opinions about that. such a lit city in the summer. Yes, Toronto is very lit in the, in the but summer. But the way you will do a three sixty winter in the winter, like you need to go exit plan. Yes, we're in the winter right now, yeah. and it's very depressing. I gotta say, 
yeah it's like dark outside it's gloomy it's not fun and then also that's when like semester changes and yeah there's a school there's a whole school aspect of it it's not that lit no it isn't but honestly toronto is a very nice city in the summer like yeah it's very diverse if i wasn't from toronto i would come to toronto in the summer all right so Mm. basically Mm. the idea behind this podcast let's break it down to you a little bit Mm -hmm. okay Kadia. so let's tell them what do we hope to achieve in this podcast okay guys um we hope to achieve and talk about topics that people don't usually talk about i mean we're like we're very opinionated so it's kind of those topics where like you want to say it but you can't say it so then you just say it anyway kind of i mean yeah here's a platform where we're basically going to dissect like some of the experiences that we personally go through yeah disclaimer um everything discussed on this podcast is uh not affiliated with any third party no 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 no. it's just not us too it's not just two sisters yes 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 it has nothing to what do the british call it a chin wag what that's what yeah they say that <laughs> shout out to other british people it's called a, a chin wag i think i've it's never like heard of that before to just have like a discussion i thought it's a chat no, no no but i think like somewhere in like the uk they say a chin wag which i i don't understand the concept of but it's i think it's called the chin wag (laughs) what yeah Yeah. okay we're just basically gonna have discussions on that Mm -hmm. um yeah like i just said we're two opinionated people we like to talk about any and everything yeah but a lot of things we say is not it's not like you know we get stopped for it sometimes yeah yeah that's what we have our own show now and i think that's the beauty of it like we both are like heavy like listeners of podcasts yeah so i think it's so nice to now have like our own yeah a show of our own like i started to listen to podcasts like it's been wow it's been a long time i i think i started like first year of uni oh and you, you put me on, on like covid like a few years now sorry you put me on on covid yeah like, yeah because yeah. that's when like everyone's trying to be in their dean and stuff Mm-hmm. established the music so then she put me on yeah um what was the first podcast you put me on digital sister no way no it was not that it was freshly grounded yeah shout out to them that I was that amazing podcast. i was i was very hooked on that and shout out to digital sisterhood too. yes that podcast. when that came out wow mashallah every Love episode that. and they're from toronto yes Ooh, fire ah, coming from shout toronto. out to them guys honestly mashallah. them <sighs> love them yeah um every episode being yeah i think i use it as an alternative to like not i think like i know for sure i use it as an alternative to like not listen not listen to music yeah um and so yeah i just loved it from there like i just always i loved that i felt like i was like a fly in a room on two conversations i think those were my favorite podcasts as well as like crime ones i don't like crime stuff like i like i like thriller crime crime and those kind of stuff yeah, I like, I like, I feel like No, that's too real for me. Yeah. That's, that's just a very uh, dark side of podcasting world to enter. But like, especially if it's like loud in your ear, sounds crazy. Yeah. Or how about like, that story? Like, true or, crime. Or how about that story of that girl who killed her friend because of jealousy or something? Yeah. Bro, I listened to that out, like when I was at work. And I didn't, I didn't know what to feel. Like, I was... I was <laughs> mixed emotions it was so like 
No, and then you, yeah. Everything's so calculated. Yeah. She's, she came to those, like, the place, like, how many, you know what? Let's just save this for another episode of Friendship. Inshallah. Oh, it's a, it was about, like, a friendship one? Yeah. I don't even, I don't remember. If I no, this it, one but... was about friendship. We should keep this for another one, because that one, no. Mm. Friendship, I hate friends. Anyways. Alhamdulillah, though. Alhamdulillah. It's good always. to have good friends. Yes. Make dua for that. Yeah. Always make dua for that, actually. And, to like, have... don't be scared. Just make dua. You know how much I made dua and how many friends I cut off? Alhamdulillah. Yeah. It's it's good. I think it's very important, especially as Muslims, mm-hmm. to, like, make dua about every little thing. Yes. But not even, and like, nothing's little in the eyes of Allah, but I think sometimes we hesitate. We're just like, yeah, is that even, like, worthy because, of a dua? Yeah, because we're which scared. We, for, which I heard somewhere that, like, it's a blessing. Yeah. Like, it's Allah. Allah guides your heart mm-hmm. to make duas so he can, like, respond to you. Yeah. So to not even, like, to even utter a dua yeah. is already Allah blessing you enough. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Allah is guiding you to make that dua. Because some people don't even know how to make dua. Which is so crazy, right? You know, sometimes, though, you ever have, like, a dua that you just want to say, but then you get scared so you don't say I've had a few of those. I have those recently. Where you're, like, you're, like, I'm scared. Because you're scared of the the outcome. Yeah, the outcome of what it will be. But those are the best duas to make. Like, that's definitely worthy of making a dua. You know why? Because it actually shows you true tawakul. Tawakul means, like, um, like, yeah. And trusting and like putting your full, full faith trust in Allah. In Allah. Yeah. Yeah. For I remember last year this time means. I had full faith in Allah. Bro, I used to live my life so carefree. I make dua and I say, okay, khala, that's all good. But mm-hmm. this year it's like everything is so. Yeah, but those are the best du'as to make. Yeah. I've had a few of those actually. I, I not like a lot, but I can count like the, the times where I've asked like Allah for something specifically. Mm-hmm. So specific. I think I even shared this on my Instagram once, but like really? my son. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I only, like, I mean, obviously everyone makes dua for a, a child. Yeah. And you make dua for a healthy child. Mm-hmm. But, like, I never asked Allah specifically for a son. Mm-hmm. And, like, specific, so specific to his name. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was so scared. Because I was like, what if I asked Allah for, like, a son and he gave me a daughter? Or, like, what if I asked Allah yeah. for this son specifically? Yeah. And because I asked Allah for this and mm-hmm. he knows it's not good for me, mm-hmm. he doesn't even give me a child. Like, that's his response. And he's like, you know what? It's not good for you in this dunya. Yeah. We'll give it to you and I'll give in it to you in the akhirah. akhirah. Yeah. So I actually was, like, scared of that to make that dua. But also, like, I think when you get stuck, like, for me, when I get stuck on those kind of duas, like, I want to say it. But I'm just like, Allah, just answer the duas that, like, I don't say out loud sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I say, Allah, please answer the duas I cannot say out loud because I get scared. Yeah. Because he knows what's in your heart. He, he Like, sometimes your heart be beating so hard. Like, you know. You want to see it, but you're so scared. So you're like, oh, look, just ask him window that's in my heart, please. Yes. And that's be- that. That's the beauty of our Lord. He yeah. actually knows what's in our hearts. And he knows what, like, we want before we even utter it. Or before we even want, like, know yeah, that we want it ourselves. before you even know that you want it. He already knows. Mashallah. Beautiful. That. Hmm. Well, also, if you want to think of another way, you also say, oh, um, he already, since he already knows what I want, he should know. You know, you could think like that too. To say what? Like to not make a dua? Yeah, that. You know, some people be like, oh, I don't make dua because Allah already knows what I want and He already knows what I need. So He could just give it to me. Um, so I think you should still make dua. Uh, yeah. Like uh, just putting that effort because that's just like, it's like the concept of tying your horse and like 
Yeah. Leaving it to, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, don't leave your horse in the, yeah. Like, tie your horse, then put your trust in Allah. Yeah. Like, you need to put a little bit, uh, yeah, you need to actually make True, the yeah, effort. Yeah, make effort. To, like, ask Allah for it. Because if you just sit down and you're like, yeah, Allah has, like, you know, my, like, there's Qadr, obviously. Yeah. Which is like the decree of Allah. Bro, I'm big on Qadr, bro. When there's things, Qadr. When things don't go my way, I'd say Qadr, Allah. There's Qadr, right? But then it's like, if you actually don't ask. Yeah. Like, or dua is the only thing I heard that changes Qadr. Really? Yeah. So you ask and then you can be destined for something. And because you've made so many, so much dua for Allah, you know. Gives it to you. Changes the decree. Yeah, I heard. But also, how, how about that happens and it's not good for you? Allah's not gonna give you something that's if not you good. ask. Like, for like something. for example, I heard this thing on Reddit or something. It was like this girl she made dua for this guy, this guy for made dua for this guy, but he's not good for her. But he said, Allah, she made the dua like Allah. It was on TikTok. She's like, she's like, Allah, just give it to me, even if it's not good for me. So Allah gave it to her. Yeah, Allah gave it to her. And well, she asked. She, yeah, she she just said, no matter what, just give it to me. That, that's her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's something else. I don't know about that. That was wild. I, I don't know about and asking Allah to it. give me something that's not good for me. No, she just like, Allah, please just give this to me. She didn't say, Allah, please don't give it to me. It's bad, good. No. That's why when you make istikhara, yeah. which is like basically asking Allah for mm -hmm. what you want and like asking asking him, sorry, for guidance for mm -hmm. something that you want. Like if you are looking to make a decision between something or someone, mm -hmm. you ask Allah basically to help you in making that decision. Like through like either a sign or something. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I have to. I feel like I have to like translate some of these things because yeah, people don't yes, know yes, what yes. we're saying. Thank if goodness. like you're not Muslim. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When you make istikhara, you're literally asking Allah if it's good for my dunya and akhirah. Yeah. Like for this life and the hereafter. Yeah. You keep clicking that uh, uh, cup yeah. to the. Like, Let me not do that. When you get used to this. Yeah, clarity. I don't know. This might. Yeah, we're gonna get used to it. We're dressing. <laughs> I just have to look at the mic for a second, you know? Yeah, there's cool mics. I, I, I'm just like for the setup. Yeah. Like, I think so... I put so much effort into the setup that I'm like, wow. Yeah. It gives. It gives everything and above. Yeah. But alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Honestly, uh, it's such a blessing being Muslim. That's a part of my identity that I'm very, very happy about. Yeah. But that that's... one, alhamdulillah. Mm -hmm. Alhamdulillah for Islam. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. I, I like that we started on that note. Yeah, it gives you like a peace, a sense of peace. Yeah. Like imagine just not knowing anything. Mm-hmm. And then second to that, like we said, we're African. We are specifically <sighs> from West Africa. West Africa, yes. From Gambia and... Guinea-Bissau. Guinea-Bissau. Shout out Shout out there. We always... Yes. Yeah. Sometimes we always say one. Yeah, I honestly... There's many times where like... I feel like there's a lot of people, even in our community, that only know one side of me. Yeah, even though, like at most days, I I don't but have even. But I know, but even in like, which is not I good. think even in our community, people just think we're Gambian. Khalas. Yeah, cause okay, so Toronto basically, yeah, like there's a there's a bigger Gambian community, obviously, mm -hmm. than like the Guinea-Bissau community. Mm -hmm. Um, so obviously we just go okay, yeah, we're Gambian. Yeah, but even like when I say it. I'm gonna be so. Do no one believe me? Okay, well, believe her. They be like, if you're listening they, to this, they just be like, and if you're not listening to this, yeah, they just be like, come well, listen to this. What? And believe her. How are you? Can you? I said my dad. They said what? The whole time you're not Gambian. I said, no. no, we are. I'm I am Gambian, Gambian, but I'm like 
I have other and, and, and yeah, and, like we have a lot of family, like from both sides in, in Gambia as well. Yes. So that's yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like we only speak the language that is. No, actually, no, I, I lied. Stop for The language, both of them speak the, kind of the same languages. Yeah, but it's just like different accents. But it's like the we same. We speak languages. Mandinka. Yeah. Mandinka. I can't speak any of the languages, but I understand everything. Yeah, she could speak everything. I'm very fluent, fluent because in let me explain why. She went back home. <laughs> she also no, but I think I was speaking Mandinka before I even went back home. No, I don't think I know. Like mommy was teaching us, we like when we first went to Gambia when we were little, when it was just like my sister and my brother, my older sister and my younger brother. Um, like we all we were already communicating. We were better communicators with people. Mm back at that time than you guys were when you first went okay but then why is that like why why are us three down here don't know nothing yeah I mean, it's like basically so there's six of us yeah alhamdulillah mashallah yeah and the first three ten out of ten okay like, first of all <laughs> first of all yeah. i think i made it i mean i think i make a cut but no, i don't like, think when I'm, i say ten out of ten i mean like we, our parents like really did a good job in like instilling that part of our culture culture wise which is the language no bro which is the language yeah we speak we speak it better you too me on the first two just stop with the first two the third one cannot speak it now okay yeah but my brother yeah yeah he but he he know it better He can't speak it. Yeah, there's a bit of malfunctions over there. Like he spoke it once upon a time and now he doesn't but that's yeah once upon a time he used to speak it but not anymore. Um, but still, just you two who speak is so fluent. Like you, like you're like okay, yeah, because we also lived in Africa, which was very very nice. Alhamdulillah. Like it wasn't no situation where like we got shipped and had to go stay there. Like we actually chose to stay there, but it um it builds a lot of character. Yeah, they're very well seasoned. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, salt and pepper, maybe like a Maggie cube. Yeah, I don't like that phrase, but Maggie, I guess I could take that one. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I th- actually I agree with that one. The Maggie, if you put just salt and pepper, that's wild. That one is wild. Yeah, no, yeah. you're not that bad. Yeah, I'm not that bad, guys. I can't speak the language though. I understand everything. So, yeah, you know what? Let's okay, like, okay, let's okay, let's talk about it because language actually plays a very big cult, uh, a very big portion in like your identity yeah and i think like as children of the diaspora that is something that we struggle with Mm -hmm. so much Mm -hmm. on both ends right so like for example being canadian yeah obviously you're going to be exposed to english yeah like nine times out of ten when you walk out of your house right 100 percent and then when you're in your home, the very little time that you spend home, having immigrant parents, especially if they don't speak English, yeah, you're going to be speaking, you know, the, the language of, sorry, where your parents came from. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes what it does, it's like you, you don't be, I feel like you don't become a pro, obviously, mm-hmm. in a sense, because it's like you're still predominantly speaking English when you go outside. Why is it that we expect these kids mm-hmm. when they go back home? 
to be fluent. Like, I, 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 I'm not, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, why do you expect me? <laughs> it's like, I spent all my life in the West. Yes. Speaking a different language. Yes. That is pretty foreign to you guys. Yes. Or even if it's not foreign, because unfortunately, a lot of, especially in West Africa, a lot of them are colonized. Yeah. Um, If not all. And yeah, we speak the language of the colonizer. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you expect me to come be speaking Mandinka and Wolof and Fulani like Bro, just as you like as well as you guys? I don't understand. We're guys, listen, okay? We're Jahanka and we can't even speak that language. Yeah, but we speak Mandinka, which is we like speak, the we speak the which the is like easier the easier one. Version. But we can't even do the easier one. When no, you no speak for yourself. Okay, fine. I can't even do the easier one. <laughs> so what makes you think I can even do whatever you want to call it? No, that but it's not even like the easier. It's not about the easier or harder. It's just like obviously I'm going to have malfunction, an accent. Like you know what I mean. Like I'm not gonna say it properly. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it's crazy. I don't yesterday, know what's this Okay, yesterday night. Okay, you know, just did my little scroll on TikTok. I seen this um, West African guy. He's from where Senegal, Gambia. Okay, Senegambian, basically. And he's also from the West. And he was trying to speak. He's trying to, he's like day one of learning how to speak Maninka. And some like his pronunciations. <laughs> what, what was one of the words? What was one of the words? Oh, I, I said, yeah, yeah. I sent so it you, to you. you shared the video. Um, Basically, yeah, this guy was like taking, he was learning Maninka and he was like documenting it on TikTok. Yes. But he's like, um, I think he's Senegalese. Yeah. Or maybe Senegambian. I'm yeah, not sure. Senegambian, yeah. And he was learning like the days of the week, the yeah. numbers. Yeah. And is he a diaspora? Is he in Spain though? Like why was, for some reason, he was making everything sound like Spanish? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And I think maybe it, it, it influenced by where he was. Maybe. Like he was saying, Aramiso. Yeah. Aramiso. She said, he said, Aramiso. Yeah, we just get like Italian, like it sounded Italian, like whoa, I was like wow, that sounds so nice. Yeah, I would have never said something like that. And he was like, "What did he say? What did he say?" Something about oh, his name. He's like, "What's his name?" He's like, "My name is uh, Ahmed or something." Intomo. And you know, he says, "Intomo, Ahmedule." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you can tell, like you know, it's but like, he was trying, like he was actually trying. They would like rip him apart back home, though. No. Like they would say, like, why are you acting like you're white? Why are you talking yeah, like you're Tuvalu? Tuvalu means like a white person. See the way he was actually trying. Yeah, but he was actually trying. He was like, yeah, he was actually trying. He was dressed, but it was so like what I mean is like you see how much influence like where he is. I I don't know exactly like where yeah. he. I know he's in he's like a yeah. diaspora, <sighs> but it had so much an effect. Yeah, like he was like ten now, talato. Yeah, Aramis. Aramis. Like that one the best. Arabo. Yeah, that's actually so crazy. They we need that we need to stop that. Like we, yeah, people don't are bully struggling. Us, guys. Like, we struggling nice. out here. Hmm? We struggling out here. Not me. Not you. Listen, I'm guys, speaking. Don't bully I'm us. being it's the not voice, nice. voice for the voiceless. Yes, thank you. Because I'm like fluent, but I feel like that's because I'm pretty fortunate and I went back home. Yeah, but even me, like you know, when I go back home, they still know that I'm not from there. Like I, I would get scammed in a heartbeat. No, they just be on that weird stuff. Like, they look at your eyes and say, you're not from here. Yeah. That's or weird. like your skin. I don't, that's so weird. Yeah, they say your skin because is in Canada, <laughs> Like, I'm black. I'm black. Yeah. Black, black. 
<laughs> but like back home when you go there for some reason i don't know how they like how do they know it's so crazy that's some, that's so much stuff i don't know yeah they they know right away yeah like, i also, I also like i did see that i saw tiktok of, uh also on tiktok shout out to tiktok because TikTok? we're on tiktok everything. i love tiktok but like um yeah another guy he was literally saying he was also he was from mali though mm. and he was basically saying like he just exactly like what we're discussing yeah. right now and he's just like it's so frustrating that there's these um like cultural expectations that i'm just supposed to be like well prepared and like blending in with a society that i did not grow up with yeah i don't like, understand I, that he's part. like i don't understand how you guys operate because i i've lived in the west i've lived in another country for so long yeah but what you know there's kind of like there you know there's no like i feel like we're not we're a little bit like you know we lack a little bit of sympathy well they lack a little bit of sympathy because yeah, i'm speaking from us. yeah but it's just like why instead they look at us like weight yeah, what, what, yeah, or like you know, even our parents. Like I think our parents like really tried, especially like us. Alhamdulillah, yeah, alhamdulillah. They parents really try, tried try. to like to you know instill the culture and the language and stuff in us. But it's like it's not enough when you go back home. No, back home. But honestly, our behavior. Why are you though, walking eats. like that? Why are you talking like that? Why are you sitting like that? Yeah. Why is your accent like that? It's like I have, bro, I'm gonna have an accent. That's why when I went, I just stayed quiet, and I just left. Yeah, but it, it does. It also takes away from the experience. That's not a positive experience. I mean, I had okay time, like it was not bad. I actually had fun, mm-hmm. and also we went with people that would like that from here. A lot of people. That trip was amazing. Yeah, God. yeah. Twenty twenty one. I haven't been there since like what ten years. Canadians took and over I went Gambia and that year. Can- Whoa, so many Canadians away. Yeah, that was a little year. Like wow. I don't think that uh, beaches that might happen again, but not yeah, in a few we went years. to the beach, Sunday beach. Yeah, Gambia is very. It's on the coastline, so it's uh. It was very nice. So beautiful, mashallah. Nice country. The beach to Guinea Bissau though. It's my favorite. I've never been there. Yeah, I don't think why why have we never been there? I think because like I had to ask Daddy this last time. Well, because he only goes by himself. Yeah, even when we got my he went by himself. Went. Yeah, yeah. But we never went. We should go. I think a part of him really wants us to go. Yeah, though. he said that. He said he said, Yeah, maybe next time. I take you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I live, my, I live on my own now, so. Yeah, but you're going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go because, you know, you're like, like more stronger now. Yeah, because I like married one, so. Huh? I married one. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. shout out to get himself. <laughs> <laughs> she married one. So, like, she's more yeah. stronger. So, on. like, I'm now more, like, integrated into, like, the yeah. culture and the people, the yeah, language. Yeah, yeah, which is nice. I honestly, like, I think it's a part of me that the reason why I've always had an attachment to Gina Bissau is a part of me that I... But I never I, knew. Yeah, I didn't really know yeah. much of. Um, because my, exotic. Like, yeah. Because being, like, because our father lived, like, in yeah. Gambia before coming here. Yeah. Because his family literally moved, like, mm-hmm. like, after his father passed away, he yeah. moved. Yeah, his father. His mom, like, went to Gambia and then he was living there. So... Because he was like sort of brought up there, mm-hmm. he like knew there as home. Yeah, and he's like always he always went to Gambia and mm-hmm. then went to Guinea Bissau. But like our mom's Gambian as well, and we know more of our mom family, yeah. our mom's family. You know, I don't know what's the thing with the dad side of the family always like. I don't understand this. People are but... more connected with the mom's side. Yeah, but I, mean, I but I love my dad's side, and it's a part that I don't I actually, know as much. Yeah, like the like the the country, the people, the mm-hmm. culture. It's not too far from Gambia, yeah. but it's like wow, you know. It's but so even interesting when, to speak even when they language. came over when we were in Gambia, like they came visit us, they were a vibe. I don't know what this trend is of dad's side is terrible. <laughs> I like my dad's side a lot. Yeah, they were a vibe. Not gonna lie. 
Yeah, they were like, they, like they're actually careless. <laughs> She's. I don't like, know about that. No, Being like, like I feel like they're so carefree. Like they don't care too much. But like, like I think they live a much simpler life. Yeah, they're so there. simple. Like they don't care too much about what. Yeah. So. <laughs> and their jokes are like, wow. Yeah. Inshallah, though, like we I them, we, we connect more with that side because, you know, no matter what, like, can't forget where you come from. No, you can never. Culture is beautiful. Culture. Oh, my kids. No, their culture. I mean, I think that that's that. What do you mean? You hope like that's up to I, you. Yeah, it's up to me. But like me, I'm like I'm not really culture culture like that. Like, okay, language, so what are you hoping for? I mean, my, I mean, inshallah, my husband. Well, Mary, he has to be from there because <laughs> what? Skill said it. Hopefully, like what you hoping they're just coming out culture. Like you have to teach them the culture. You know, Toronto is very multicultural, though. Like, <laughs> it, like even in the discussion on language, mm -hmm. like you speak so many different languages. No, you hear. Sorry, not speak, yeah. but you hear so yes. many different languages in Toronto. Guys, let me tell you something about my sister. Um, she's very bilingual. Which sister? This one. <laughs> But it's Don't not. That it's there. not really like bilingual, bilingual. It's more no. like she could say some phrases. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, tell us. No, I can count in like a lot of different like. Yeah, tell us. <laughs> no, literally. You know why? Because I feel like at this point, it's like if you're from Toronto, like there's just no way you haven't met someone from at least like, I don't know, fifty countries, like twenty at least. No, not twenty is even like. Like no, you meet them like from if you're a from lot. here, you meet people from, from like everywhere. all over the world. It don't matter where. Yeah, it's a lot of places. Not gonna like, lie. bro, there's a little Italy. There's a little Portugal. There's an mm -hmm. Indian town. There's a Chinatown. There's a Greek town. Like yeah. this is all in Toronto. Yeah. So like, chances of you not being exposed to a different culture mm -hmm. is is very limited, and so I just like to take advantage of that. Like every time I meet someone from mm -hmm. a, a country that I've never met, mm -hmm. I want to know one word from your country. But but unfortunately, not unfortunately, fortunately, it's been number like numbers like one two three four. Yeah, pretty cool. Like I can say in like Portuguese and like Cantonese. No, okay, we did Portuguese class at because we went to school in Little Portugal. So oh yeah, we on we could speak a little Portuguese. Now you telling people the location. I mean, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, we went to we went to middle school, elementary and middle school. Yeah, yeah, it's a school in Little Portugal. If you know where that area is, if it's you know where it is, if you don't if know, you know, Hamas, you know that's yeah. it. If you know, you know. I think there's two. There's a lot of schools there though. Mm -hmm. So yeah, okay. you don't go know ahead. I feel like I cut you off. Go ahead. Okay. What was I even saying? You said I can count because we went to we went to school. In, yes. Well, I we took Portuguese I feel like class. I'm gonna, one. Okay, listen. Un. That's Portuguese. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uno is. Spanish, yeah? Mm hmm Okay. Un, dois, tres, cuatro. Oh, you're actually trying to count on here. Yes. Oh. I'm trying to shut up, man, you know? Wow. I don't know if it's just... I can count one to ten in Tibetan. You see, that one, I don't I'm know how she knew it. that one. That one is wild. That's mad. That's crazy. Yeah. No, but um, obviously, because I, I like, you know. You have Tibetan I'm, friends. Yeah, I have a few Tibetan friends, and they taught me that. Yeah. I also know, like, a lot of, like, a few other words. Like what? But, um... That's not a very good word that I know, so I don't think I'm gonna share. Why is it? Um, what do you want but to I can language? count in Cantonese as well. Yeah, and I can count in Urdu, and Cantonese? obviously Arabic. How about Mandarin? You know Mandarin and too. Shout out to Miss Joy. I don't think I know the difference of them, Cantonese and Mandarin. 
Like what was your what was your Mandarin name or Chinese name? Oh, I don't even know. I don't remember. Mine was Kadisa. Really? Yeah, Miss Troy told me. Shout out to her. I don't even know where she is. Wait, wait, how do you get a Cantonese name? Like do she they just She tells you she tells Oh. And she writes it on paper in the in Chinese. Oh name. dang. Dang. What is yours like Fatuma? Fatuma <laughs> not a Cantonese. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I would I don't never forget mine. Something. Mine's just Kadisa. 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 What does that mean? I have no clue. Oh, okay. I forgot about that one. But I know my name is Kadisa. All right. Yeah. No, I don't know my name. Um, Nihao Ma. What does that mean? Like, what is that Cantonese? I know that's like, how are you? Is that is that Cantonese? Nihao. I'm Kailan. Nihao Ma Ho. I think that's Cantonese, right? Or Mandarin. No, remember I don't know. Somebody who knows Tedas, please. Remember Ni Hao I'm Because I can't be sounding crazy here. Yeah. What? Ni Hao I'm Kailan. It's a trio show. I don't know what language she spoke. But she teach me. It's Cantonese. Or Mandarin. It's Chinese. Oh, no. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know. You don't know Ni Hao I'm Kailan. What? Ni Hao I'm Kailan. Um... Bro, no. you know this. Don't I think even. I, forgot. I I don't. With know. the tiger and his and he has like gram his gram. Bro, don't do this. Don't what? do this. Hey, don't do this to me. Kylan, Kylan. I forgot. This this cartoon. Oh, it looks familiar. Yeah, on trios. But I feel like maybe I was too old and I don't remember. What what was she what was she speaking? I don't know. Mandarin. Mandarin? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that's Mandarin, but that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, she, and Somali. Yeah, she speaks Somali. No, I don't speak Somali. Okay, she does have to I say just some know phrases. a few words in Somali. Very, very, very few. That's because, okay, Toronto culture is very influenced by, like, a, few, a lot of words in Somali. Yeah. And, like, Jamaican, go, I think. I feel like you have to Because, like, I don't know. So, you know that Toronto... You know that viral video of that weird Toronto accent? What was the girl saying? Like, something if your you, mom's... If was, you know, so, if your mom's... In it, I'm going to smoke that you. I don't like know you what she was and saying. Have you know, nobody if, in Toronto... Yes. Okay, I don't want to say nobody in Toronto talks like that because I don't you know what? understand. You know what? Teenagers, like, they, the they smell like... They actually... Not smell. They... Stop for a lot. Please. We're going to edit that out. Stop. They actually talk like that, and especially you go on the TVC and stuff like that. You know what? I feel like there's um. I think you know what? I think if it's for fun and games, then it's funny. But if you're actually speaking this way, like why? Something about crody. What? Do you know what that means? A what? People, some people are like yo. What's what's guanin crody? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't even know what that means. I missed the plot but I on heard that it before. one. Okay, no, I don't know what that means. Um. That's quite concerning that you guys are saying these new words. I actually like, do are you not know what that up? means. Yeah, anyways, I'm a millennial, so... She's not, actually. I definitely am a no, millennial. No, she's actually not. In her defense, I'm, like, at the end of millennial. Like, I'm the beginning of Gen Z. That's what she says. I don't know. That makes you I feel cool of how misplaced. old I am, but... I think they're very misplaced. If you that's know, you know. Her opinion. If you know, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with Gen Z. But guys, honestly, <laughs> yummy it's chill. so disappointing. Like, I think it's from 2006, it just gets worse from there. Yeah, they are I just... don't know. I don't know this thing about Toronto, Toronto, like Toronto slang. It's very, very, it's very, very ugly. Weird. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Come on, it's guys. It's so ugly. But also, it's not, like, it's not. you see, but, but when like, you see like, how we're actual, talking, mm-hmm. if we go somewhere else, people are going to think we have an accent. But I don't feel like we do. Yeah, okay. So I went to school mm-hmm. in, like, another city outside of Toronto. Yeah. I never felt like, like, I never knew, like, there was different Toronto, like, identity associated with being from Toronto. Really? Well, while within Canada. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, it's Canada. We're all, like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't expect to go to Alberta and then have people decipher, like, my mannerisms and the way I speak. Mm. And... I think one day I was like with my uh so that that city is like not very Cultured. multicultural as Toronto. They're very suburban. <laughs> I'm a suburban dude. <laughs> and I think someone said something and I was like, say word. And she was like, sorry? I was like, say word. And she was like, say word. Like, no, I didn't say word. I said something and she like actually said what she said. Oh no. Well why I wanted to cry. I said what? Oh, Sister. No. Oh no. Yeah. And she was like, wait, is that like a Toronto thing? Like say word. So what am I supposed to say? Am Don't I supposed to say word? I was like, oh. No, because sometimes you could be like, say word, word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it was at that point. I needed like, you know, the break where you like, yeah. let me show you how my life is up yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is so crazy that like it's literally a forty five an hour minute drive. On the highway when there's like no uh, traffic, and you know those people that are it was like a whole different debacle. I think even when they come here, you know, you know that video of like I'm in the ghetto. They think Toronto's the ghetto. I think that's how people view Toronto. I to be on my okay, this is my take on like, Toronto, and this would be a very controversial yeah. thing. Okay? okay, if I'm leaving Toronto, I'm leaving the country because there is no city like Toronto. Like honestly, where all is of Canada, where, where Toronto is, is amazing. Like, why would I live anywhere else in the city? Like, in the country, I mean. I know people are like, yeah, well, it's so nice where, in other where, cities, where, where but where would you I'm go sorry. even? I don't really know that much, to like, be honest. Like, I love when I go into the masjids, like... The masjids, you feel very welcome. It yeah. depends, though. Some masjids are just... I see, like, just... my Somali people. I see, like, my West Africans. Mm-hmm. You know, I see, like, you know, the brown people. I see the adults. Like, I love that. Yeah, I like diversity. I had a friend, she, uh, she studied... I don't remember, Saskatchewan or Manitoba for like a little bit of her studies. And mm. she said there was like one masjid and she was the only person of color. So what were other people? Not her, not people of color. <laughs> like, what does that mean? They were not colored. What does that mean? White? Yeah, not colored. Not melanated. I don't, you don't know what people of color are? Like BIPOC, black indigenous people of color. Oh, yeah. wait, your, your friend is black? The friend, no, I'm not, tell, the friend that I'm speaking of? No, she's brown. And she, like, she was the darkest person in the whole masjid. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't feel safe. Yeah. Like, even when Small I go to weird places and I see so much, you know, tabobs, I don't feel safe. But, like... Yeah, people who like look like you speak I the feel same more language calm. like you. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a yeah, I, I, I like I get what you're saying. So honestly, I I just learned to use it to my advantage. Really? Yeah. Like how? I remember in university, a professor said like told me that she was just like, like listen, listen, like you need to. She's like, you need to take like don't walk into a room and already feel like insecure because you're the only person who looks like you. She's like, take, take that as an advantage. So she's like, for example, she's like this lecture hall 
can hold like 500 students. But guess what? Nobody looks like you. Because if you put your hand up or if you come after a lecture and you talk to me, I'm always like, I'm not going to mix you with another looking person. I'm going to remember the black hijabi. But you know what? You actually carry yourself very well, though. Like, yeah. Thank you. Like, in those situations, you carry yourself, like, hi, especially with government stuff. Like, I can't even say your name, so I can say your name. Fatima carries herself like she owns that place. You think I might be on this just so people don't know my name? I know. I just forgot. I don't know. Incognito. (laughs) No face, no case, no name. (laughs) You are listening to Anonymous. Yes. No, but um, I think it's very important. She takes everything to her advantage. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You recently, mm-hmm. she said that um, you are the biggest Karen. Like, if you were, if you were, <laughs> she's that a compliment. No, she's uh, no. You, know, you really told me. She said you and Fatima are such Karens. I said what? She's like, yeah. If you guys are white, you can Karen. Why? She's like, you guys are just a black version of being Karen no, because no, no. you complain about everything. Okay, but this is okay. This is my thing, mm-hmm. right? The reason why I always complain mm-hmm. when I can't complain, yeah. and I like to take advantages of like all the like all the resources and like mm-hmm. what I'm entitled to, mm-hmm. like I'm putting quotes on that, because I feel like automatically when you look at me, mm-hmm. I'm like a, a minority in all forms. Yeah. I'm a woman, black. I'm black. Hijabi. I'm Muslim, and I'm a hijabi. Like I'm, yeah. I'm not like I'm a Muslim hijabi. Yeah, that means you carry. So it just by people. looking at me walking around, you see a Muslim. Like there's like ten reasons why you should discriminate against me. Hundred percent, right? So, in 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 doing so, like I feel like it's it's more so like it's it's kind of like advocacy for me yeah. where I'm like okay like I know for example my mom did not take advantage of this resource mm-hmm. and she probably was you know she probably had people butting her in line or oh, like you know no. had you me customer service you know making it hard to, for her to yeah. get her warranty or her yeah. refund or something just because like she had like an accent or whatever yeah. and I'm like no, no no you're not gonna do that to me yeah like I'm speaking just the way you're speaking mm-hmm. I'm just as Canadian as mm-hmm. you are. This is my right. I was born here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not indigenous, don't tell me nothing. Period. No, Even but if you're like, white. No, no, for sure. Like, I I take advantage of... Like, I complain about anything that I can't yeah. complain about. Because I'm like... The, the fact that I even have to complain... Like, if I was not who I am mm-hmm. and I didn't have melanin in my skin... Mm-hmm. Like, these things would just be offered to me. Yeah. But because I'm black. Because I'm a woman, because I'm Muslim, it's like I'm less. I'm not less de- deserving. Society yeah. is going to tell me that I'm less deserving, but Society I'm not gonna. Like I'm not gonna. I, just because you tell me I'm less deserving, like mm-hmm. if you don't provide me the opportunities, mm. I'm gonna bring the opportunities for myself, and I'm gonna I'm demand you know that, that you give them what to I'm me. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So Period. that's why. Yeah, call it a Karen or whatever, but it's like you're not gonna downplay and misfortune my parents yes. and then me come along as well and, and you think we'll do that to me yeah which try, is why like, try, I, try, try me me that's the one thing i love like because now like my our parents especially my mom she's just like call them yeah fight with them yeah, argue yeah, yeah, with yeah. them because anything I'm, like that she just said everything for Prima. Prima, hey, call them get the thing yeah Especially, uh, yeah. There's always a way around things. It's just you just have to fight for your right. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fighting for my basic human rights. Yeah. And then now I'm fighting for my rights that are like that should be just be just that should just be given that, to me. That are contractual. You know exactly. what I mean? Like you promised me this, and now you're not trying to give me this. Like, are you okay? Mm. No. 
that's not I feel like a lot of immigrants, they just say, like, oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And even if you're not even, like, they don't even see you face-to-face. Like, once they hear the accent on the phone, already you're at a default. Yeah. Why? Because they think that you don't know much. Okay. Well, that's not going to slide by. That's why we're here. That's why this podcast is here. <laughs> we are here to break down the barriers. Period. We will not misfortune us. Period. It cannot happen. Period. We are here to fight for the rights that are were taken away from our ancestors. Period. Oh my God. Now we sound like freedom fighters. Yeah. <laughs> you know what actually happened? Yeah. Recently at work. Mm. Okay. There's this guy. I'm not going to spoil I'm not saying that. It's okay. I'm not even going to say the, the person. But there's this guy at work, yeah? And uh, he works in the... Let me not be too specific. But anyways, he was giving, like, helping this customer. She's black. And um, she wanted, like, vitamin C ointments for her face or something, right? And then the one he showed her at first was, like, um, thing. And then she's like, oh, I'm on a budget, right? And then he's like, then he's like, yeah, but there's all the, all the ones that we have, you know? Because, like, everything's expensive, right? So then he's like, I don't know what to get. And after he came back, he's telling us. He's like, I don't know what to give her. Like, usually I just offer, like, the really expensive ones to, like, the rich white old ladies. And, and she, she said, he said it right in front of me and this other black girl. And the other black girl just looked at me. And she tried, like, you know. Because you what? You think and, she can't afford it. And, and I said, and I said, wait. So you're trying to say us black people can't afford that? Mm-hmm. He's like, no. It's just, like, I just give it to, like, rich white old ladies. So I'm like, so, so we can't be rich? And then after you know that awkward laugh that they do, so then they could like let it go. Hey, they just did that. The, the, I could obviously see that the other girl was uncomfortable. Was like, Shh. you know, you know, sometimes people they don't like to say what like what it is as date. Mm-hmm. So, but, but, but like what she was, I think what she was planning to do was say it later, and like when I was talking to yeah, her later yeah, yeah, yeah. to me. But me, I just said it right in front of him. Like, so you think that like black people cannot make money? Like, why why are you trying to get for the cheap products? Like, you think we're poor? What's, what's, what's the issue? stereotypes ridiculous yeah Terrible. and that's how we're treated i don't like that it's so unfortunate i was but so upset i said wow we're living in she to say she broke yeah black people can't be rich like that's not it's you think like in a in in a city like Toronto, that's not acceptable even though it happens like here just as much as yeah. it happens anywhere else but it's like come on bro like what do you mean rich old white ladies those products like what 50 dollars at max yeah that's just so unfortunate like what that's so sad rude disgusting may Allah help us but that's why you know what guys I'm here to tell you do not hesitate to take what is rightfully yes because you know what that's that the system is built like that they want us to give up and then they're just giving all these like rights extra rights and privileges to people of privilege yes so oh my god I took a course like this in grade 12 amazing teacher 10 out of 10 we talked about like, yeah. privilege. And I was the only black Muslim hijabi. But there's a lot of hijabis in my class, but the hijabis don't really say much. They're all brown. But they don't be saying too much. But when I was I saying something? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it in feels these, so nice. In these instances. And he always like picks like, on me to like talk and I just love it. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, wow. Like we have black people in the class, yes. We have hijabis in the class, yes. But me, I'm the only different one because I'm black Muslim and hijabi. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can you can take it as an advantage. It's yeah. Either you see, and I it love as like it. I'm the black token. They're just using me. No. And, or it's like you know what? Yes, I'm in this space. I'm yeah. fortunate to be in this space, and I want to be like I want to speak yeah. for my people. Especially when he says and okay. be as visible and as loud. Because yes. you know what? A lot of the times they want us in these spaces, mm-hmm. but they don't want us to be loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just want us to just fulfill their you know 
um, what is it? The requirement. Yeah. They're, they're inclusive yeah. and diversity. They just want us to like be a check mark. Whereas like, yeah, yeah we do have that. Black but person, even like university, but they don't want you to be loud yeah. and visible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you dare to put me in these positions, I will be as loud and as visible as possible. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, if I'm that black one token that you think I'm just going to be there and just sitting down there and not just make an impact, mm-hmm. like, you know how many people are, like, behind that would, mm-hmm. you know, that are deprived from being in the situations? Mm-hmm. You might as well take advantage of that. No question. You know how you sometimes when you're applying to university now, especially, they have, like, a black applicant stream and, like, indigenous applicant stream and then the normal general for everyone else. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? What do you think about that? I think they do it. So more that di- more diversity, yeah. Th- that's what that's the purpose of what it is, yeah. But also, like, what does that mean? It means that specifically they're going to pick people from those pockets mm-hmm. and know for sure because apparently when you do an application, you're supposed to be anonymous. I mean, like, clearly you think I'm gonna see Ashley and then I'm gonna see Maria too, and like you know what I mean? Like, come on, yeah. like I'm gonna know right away. Like this is a per- like a f- foreign name, you know? This is a person yeah. of color. So basically what they're saying is that they're intentionally going to pick people from these pockets. Mm. But I don't know, like sometimes I don't know if that's giving me more an advantage or a disadvantage. I mean, whatever, as long as, as, long as we get a we're chance. seeing more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? it's an advantage, I guess. It could be, you know what, I, there's always a way around these things and you never really know the true intentions of it. Yeah. But at least they're intentionally picking black people yeah and indigenous people yeah alhamdulillah i mean honestly it's yeah. sad that we have to even say at least but that is shout out to indigenous people too yeah this is their land <laughs> i think you made that a point a few times yeah because sometimes i don't know like people trying to invade matter of fact free palestine yeah Allah, we always hope Palestine. Allah relieves the situations of our brothers and sisters in Palestine. The world is, is so upside down right now. Yeah. It's so sad, like, it's so depressing. It is. But you know what I love mm. about the people Free Congo as well. in Palestine? In other countries. Yes, of course, in Congo, in Sudan. Sudan, yes. But what I love is the pride that they have in being who they are. Yes. I love that so much. Yes. Like I I have a few like I have a few uh, like um Palestinian friends mm. and they've never been like I don't have a single friend who's been to Palestine. Mm. But the pride that they have in being Palestinian is yeah. is beautiful. You should subhanallah. Yeah. Like it doesn't it, they don't care the country can be war torn yeah. like it, it doesn't matter. You're still from there. But you're from there. That's where you're from. Period. And I think that's something that we need to adopt better. Yeah. As I don't want to say generically African, but I think maybe Gambians. Gambians, bro. You know how many Gambians I heard, like, like they told that people that they be something other than Gambia. They be telling people, like, I'm from Senegal. I'm like, what? Like, you you have no, like, association to Senegal, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, once upon a time, they were together. Yeah, you could say Senegambian, but, like, damn, you should have been. It does not matter where you're from. It does yeah. not matter if you're from a war-torn country, a hunger-stricken country. Mm-hmm. It does not matter if you're from the smallest country, the biggest country, the most developed country, the yeah. underdeveloped country. Be proud you, of who you are. Be proud of what is in your blood. Yes. That's always. who you are. That makes who you are. Always. Always. Of course. And, like, every country, like, has its own beauties within it. So I don't know what, like, Western ideologies have made us feel like. If I am not from the country which is that's most developed, has 
you know, yeah. the highest of buildings, has all the beautiful palm trees. It is not worthy. Those of palm me. trees were my favorite. Oh, and the lizards. Yeah, I saw there's an Instagram oh, influencer. Yeah. She's Fulani, actually. Yeah. She's Guinean. From not from Guinea Bissau, from Guinea Conakry. The girl we know with the husband. No, no, no. This is um, Aisata. Oh, I don't know. Maybe she did a post once. I don't know if it was this year or last year. Yeah. I'll show you the post. Yeah. And I, I loved that post, mm-hmm. and I almost felt I felt almost a little bit guilty when I saw the post because really? it was after I had come back from um from Gambia. Yeah. And it was like the huts, you know, the huts yeah. in the village. Yeah. She posted that. Yeah. And she, it was a few like a few slides in mm-hmm. the post as well. Mm-hmm. And she was like, "This is that like this is the reality of Africa. I'm gonna show you." Yeah. And she's like, "A lot like I think somehow we we become pressured to feel yeah. like we when we go to Africa we need to prove something where we gotta show you like all the I've nice hotels. That. We gotta show you all the oh nice beaches. God. But in reality, this is who we are, mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Just because we don't have tall buildings, it. our people don't live in in like you know these great monumental mm-hmm. architectural buildings, mm-hmm. and you know they don't live in like the yeah. nicest of like resorts and like hotel looking places. She's like, this is what we come from. This is our culture. This is our identity. Like I don't know. Like I'm not saying it verbatim as she said yeah. it, but mashallah tabarakarahman when she said it, That's I for so one felt true. so guilty because I feel like when I went to Gambia, yeah. I showed like. I went to like every resort I went to. I posted Bro, like that the was beaches, fire. all the nice places, yeah. and like so many people were telling me like, "Wow, Gambia is so beautiful." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I did not show you the like, rough side of it. Yeah, I did not show you the streets of like yeah. Banjul. Like, no. I'm sorry if you're from Banjul, but hey, God, dirty. I'm sorry. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm but so sorry. It is not the cleanest of place, and that's the capital city. Yeah. Um, you know. The poverty, like I didn't show no poverty nope. of Gambia. Like if you but saw also, my stat, like if you saw my Instagram, yeah, and my snaps while I was in Gambia, or, you would or, think I was in the Western world, or, or even, like on a beautiful resort, or in, like, even the, the 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 thing, I, the video thing I made for like. <laughs> no, but honestly, that one we had to show the nice side because <laughs> teacher actually told her when she came back, she said, um, he's like, oh wow, this is like Gambia, this is like Africa. I thought like it would be like. Like, he thought it would be, not, like, nothing. Okay, but... Like, like, he thought so bad of it. Yeah. Like, he thought, oh, you had Wi-Fi, you had this, there's nice things, like, here, there's nice things there. Okay, he's just ignorant. Yeah, like, they're so ignorant. How do you, like, and, add this... And, like, all the students were like, wow, Africa looks like this? I can't believe. Like, I thought, oh, I thought, like, Africa looks like this, I can't believe. Like, I thought it's, like, it's just, like, you have no water, no resources, just... Okay, but we're over poor, that. Poor, like, poor. I'm not here I to can't prove to you like, that I we're know. not living... Like, but, only in huts. I'm not saying people yeah. are not living, but we're not living only yeah. in huts and that we have clean water. Like, yeah, I'm but not the here to teacher, prove that there's wife in 2023. But the are teacher you is so me? ignorant. I can't believe he actually said that. He's ignorant. I was so upset. He's very ignorant. <laughs> no, we're not at that stage, but I think, um, yeah, apart from that ignorance, yeah. we don't have we don't have to prove anything to anyone. I don't like, think we need to, Like, though. okay, like, we're in the day and age. If you want to know what's in Africa, go there. My friend. You're free. Book the tickets. Go. Go there. Only what? 1,000 something. Go. Whatever the case is. Go there and explore it for yourself. See the beauty in it. There's culture. There's, you know, there's a different vibe. Guys, the beaches. Whether there's beaches, there could be deserts. You know, it it doesn't matter. But the beaches were my favorite part, especially when you go like Subam Waffle. Yeah. In the early morning and you see the, like the water and the sunrise and wow. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Even the water Even the water is so clear. Yeah, I have friends who tell me that a lot. They're like, you know, like you guys are so fortunate. There's beaches in Gambia, 
because maybe they come from like deserty countries yeah. but there's there's beauty even within that subhanallah yeah. like i it's like so i nice. travel like a like a little bit in the middle east which mm. i love there's yeah. not that many beaches in yeah, the middle really. east but it's still so beautiful yeah like there's they still have their every country has your own beauty in it you know and so don't let western ideology and western society make you feel like if your country is not it's not from the poorest i hate that word even yeah or like you know if your gdp is not in a certain bracket like it's not worthy of you being proud to be from there a lot of listen what, the, the the country with the most power in the world is the United States. You know how many people are Dude, like that so ashamed so to be from the U.S. <laughs> don't say it's ghetto. Maybe not all of it's ghetto. Like I, I mean, like, the U.S. is kind of ghetto. Like Canada is kind of ghetto too. But it's like not a lot of people are proud Americans because of what America stands for. Because America of what America is... does, like funding genocide and like you know a lot of the stuff they that do. America does. It doesn't stand with the you know the morality of the people. <clears throat> but yeah, you know, don't. We gotta be proud. We gotta be loud, and, and we gotta proud be proud about who we are, where we come from. Even yeah. if you're not born there, mm-hmm. try to learn your roots. Try to at least learn something from your culture, so you can pass it on to the next generation. Because without culture, you're nothing. You're gonna like just you. you're just salt. And no, it, yeah. if you're salt pepper. Then you're just salt. Then you're just water. Can the choir say Amen? Amen. <laughs> no, but for sure, be proud of who you are. Yes, um, always. I think that's a good place to end end the podcast. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for more episodes. Yes, guys. If you listened this far, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. This so is our much, first guys. episode, so definitely let us know. Give us a review. Yes, please. Give us all the likes. Give us all the please, comments. Please, please. The thumbs up. The yes. five stars. Yes, please. Um, inshallah, this is gonna be a fun journey. Yes, uh, we're just here for vibes, but inshallah, we'll like talk about topics yeah really we're important. here for vibes but we're also here to, we want to provide Break something yes. beneficial to the people to yes. the listeners yeah. um obviously like purifying our intentions first and making sure Always. that you know anything that we say and do here is like aligned in pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I mean, yes and anything that we say that is not correct or is offensive, we ask for forgiveness from him first. Yes, always. And from all of you. Yes. Um, but yeah, more episodes will be coming soon. Yes. Uh, um, and follow us on Instagram, Daughters yes. of Diaspora yes, yes, underscore. Yes. And we will put our email in the description box. Yes. And I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it, guys. This was a very comp first episode i think i think it was really good yeah this was fun it was fun all right guys we're tapping out assalamualaikum